0: Hello and welcome to the Arbitrage Podcast, episode two hundred and sixty. I have another hams, so I'm happy. Excellent. No I am more complaining. Going to the fair right after this, so I am actually drinking nothing for this episode, which is strange. Very strange. I'm not sure if I can remember I'm last time. I'm drinking this I hams
1: because two hams equals one normal beer. Correct. Because these have like no alcohol in them.
0: There's oh, there's ABV and there's ABW. So like a three two is actually like a four percent beer, and I think these are just over four. I'd have to look it up on Untapped. But while you were examining the can for an ABV,
1: head on over to patreon.com. 4.7 is ABV. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's, it's fine. It's a normal amount of beer. But yeah. like, that's actually better than I would have thought. But it's like, I also don't care about getting drunk. I the care beer? I get for enjoying. Refreshing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
0: Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. You will find our new $1 a you month You can buy level. me a hams. You with can your buy $1 Ryan a, a hams.
1: That's amazing.
0: Or if you want to opt for the one dollar and fifty or the five dollar option or more, we would certainly appreciate it. But that uh, that would just cover hosting costs. So yes. we don't make any money on this bad boy. We're just trying to not lose money
1: on it. So patreon.com forward slash forward slash you know Thanks much. Could fix that would be hams, and I would sponsor them. I would absolutely sponsor the hell out of hams. Yeah, hams. Yeah, I will. I, I you approach us, you, and I will one hundred percent be able to sponsor your beer, like. It's my favorite beer, and I'd happily sponsor you. So I
0: will put all the cards
1: on every video
0: for this yes. and Ovalbore everything.
1: Sponsored by Hams, that'd be amazing. That'd be the peak of my life. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that there's nowhere to go up from yeah, there.
1: No, like, I don't want any other sponsorship. <laughs> Give me a Ham sponsorship. I'm good. Go to BIR. Yeah, I got a tire
0: sponsor. I'm like, I've a beer cool. Sponsor. I've got a Ham sponsor. So. <laughs> Just wearing nothing but hams attire. <laughs>
1: yeah, with like, like cute little bear attire. Like they're the best, dude. Yes. Like I love their little logo guy. Oh, um, amazing. so I want to talk about possibly the most British vehicle I've ever experienced in my life. Okay, uh, this is pre-war, so uh, this is going to be Your pre-war. headphone cables all I over know. the
0: bell. There, that we go. was half-hearted too. Get a real good ring on there. Thank there you. There we go. We got a doot doot from a train today. I'm not taking that half hearted, yes. libristed pre war bell.
1: I So, you I guarantee you, you have no idea what car I'm talking about. Correct. So, I'm going to show you the photo at the bottom of my topic here. Um, the block for Windows.net. What a great URL. I had to save this one because I was like, that's a great URL. All right, so this is a um uh a singer nine le mans replica okay it's important that i say that's the le mans replica because we will get to that later however this is so like you
0: shouldn't ask now why it's a replica we'll get to it okay this is the factory name of the car <laughs> oh my god what singer
1: called it uh so this is like this car everything weird it everything about this car is just like the most British thing I've ever heard of in my life. Well,
0: to start with, it's green. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a pre-war
1: car is in production from 1933 to 1937, and then again from 1939 to 1949. You go, know, why didn't they make that in 1938? They discontinued it to make another model, and they just didn't design the other model. Ah. So just... Normally, you design the model before you discontinue the previous model. Well, no, but their what- factory isn't big enough, I'm sure. You don't need to make it. You need to design it. You need to do some sort of blueprinting. British people design with their eyes. So anyway, they did nothing. They did no work. They discontinued the car. And they went, why don't we just continue forward with this? We don't That way we don't even have to design a whole new car. Um, Should we change it? No. 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 no, no. We're just going to keep going with this. So um, credit where it is due. I'm going to start out being positive about this car. Because actually 100% of this car is positive. Because I do like low-key enjoy how British this is um i see friction shocks on this thing yes we're gonna get to that okay um this car had four-wheel hydraulic what just happened uh
0: the audio is still recording don't worry i don't know i will let you know on the rest of it when i I know click do we have a power surge Uh, the recorder's still working so their
1: computer's on yeah. Oh, it's back. Oh, it's it's back. back now. Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Anyway, let's keep tapping on that. Yeah. I'll figure out the rest of those. Okay.
1: So it had high, it had hydraulic brakes before its competitors offered them. Like MG didn't have hydraulic brakes until the forties. Okay. And these had hydraulic brakes like still from going. the start. <laughs> oh, weird. It's still going. It's just the TV.
0: <laughs> Something went fucky. So. Okay. Anyway. But okay. Yeah. So what year? Okay. What year did it start against? Or I'm trying. Nineteen thirty-three. The... That's it had, really had, early for hydraulic brakes. Yeah, it
1: had hydraulic brakes in a sports car from the from the 30s like that's pretty cool i just want to um, smack the pre-war bell over and over again i know right um and then this is where things get like peak british right so the engine was listed to make 34 horsepower at 4600 rpm
0: that's not very many
1: no this is the thing is the engine only had two mains and if you revved it over 3600 rpm or if you re- yeah if you revved it over 3600 rpm it would come apart but the crankshaft would split in half So the rated horsepower is higher than the vehicle could physically rev without exploding. That is... So it actually made 28 horsepower, even though it was rated at 34. How many people found that out the hard way? I have no idea how this is found out, but it was rated at 4,600, and they advised not to rev it over 3,600.
0: Did the tachometer have any sort of, like...
1: No. What's a tach? Well, the tachs
0: existed back in the day
1: things had gears oh yeah this had an optional tack um (laughs) you hate to see it yeah so this is (laughs) that's like right there it's like okay this car is clearly very british (laughs) like it it's it's advertised horsepower is not physically attainable by the engine which is amazing and it's already not anything to like write home about so was there like (laughs) a
0: pre-production engine that was a different design that they got the power rating from or was it like they were doing math
1: they did math (laughs) <laughs> and they're like how do we make how do we say this car is thirty four horsepower <laughs> what just, was the engine configuration is it was in line four okay with two mains flat in the back no it was, it was, yeah it was a side valve i think actually okay. no nope. it was overhead valve how how wide were uh, you probably don't know i guess i have no idea okay Thing. I didn't... Nobody cares that much. I see this
0: crank on this stupid thing.
1: It, it, I know for a fact it was not counterbalanced because no British manufacturer did that. That
0: wasn't common back in the day on any no, engine. No.
1: Especially in British because if you ever see... Egg, egg. The cranks
0: are hilarious. They look like connects.
1: Yeah, it, it literally looks like it's plumbing pipe. It's yeah. like well-polished plumbing <laughs> pipe. Is what it looks like. Yeah.
0: Um, like look, there's a bit here, and then it goes a bit here, and then yeah, yeah. that's
1: exactly what it looks like. It was just, it's incredible. It do, they did come with soft tops, which is good. good. Convertibles are good. not just a tonneau cover. However, you affixed the soft top by stapling it to the wood bodywork. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. It didn't have locks. You stapled it into the wood on the bodywork, and that's how you fixed the soft top on it, is you stapled it to the car.
0: So how often do you have to replace the soft top after you use a staple puller every time you want to...
1: How often do you have to replace the bodywork because you have to pull staples out of wood? (laughs) that's the question you i've should be seen asking. old
0: telephone poles that are still standing okay and they're
1: just made of staples yeah but i guess you just leave the old ones in there i think so yeah oh my god what you're <laughs> so gonna get like a bunch this of this is your staples. solution your solution is to staple it i'm seeing place. what you
0: mean with quintessentially british now. yeah
1: this is like very like nobody asked if like god. there is a better way to do this So, all right, (laughs) we we kept asking if we could. We never stopped to think and ask if we should. So, all right, we're getting to the Le Mans part here. So clearly you've kind of set the scale for what this vehicle (laughs) is. Um, Now, it did race at Le Mans in the 1930s, and it came in 15th place, which is about mid-pack. I'm surprised it's not dead last with 27 horsepower. Yeah, You know, people break down. <laughs> well, the fact that
0: this ran that long yeah, is actually impressive. With two I guess. Lanes.
1: So, what do you do when you come in fifteenth place? Not even near podium. Oh, not you even celebrate in the top 10. like you won. You celebrate and you make the Le
0: Mans replica model. This is the meme where the third place guy is the one shaking the champagne. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy yeah.
1: at the very bottom. Yep. He's like shaking his champagne. He's just happy yep. he made it. Yep. Um, so, the Le Mans replica <laughs> had a different chassis, different front axle different body mounting points, different differential and it was heavier and different like completely different in every way. So it's a different car. Completely different. Okay. Vaguely the body looks somehow similar. I see. This is what's great. Is it accidentally homologated the car into a different racing class? <laughs> <laughs> into a 1 liter racing class because of the like differences in weight and stuff? And it was because it was heavier, it actually had better traction at speed. Okay. So it's actually faster. <laughs> and so the Le Mans <laughs> Did, replica.
0: That didn't change the engine? No. Okay.
1: It, the Le Mans, but because it weighed so little. Right. It, and the bodywork being the way it was, it would actually lift off the ground and at high speed. Oh, so it's a 911. Yeah. It, like at high speed, you'd actually, it'd be unstable really? go slower at high speed. Oh, sp- oh like, my God. Yeah, because you'd have to slow down to like make sure the car doesn't fly off the road. Um, what a piece of garbage. This is the thing. The Le Mans replica homologated it for its own ra- for a different racing category and put it at the top of the category because it was heavier. And so after the Le- after it did terribly at Le Mans, the replica ended up winning its class in the Leisure-Rome Leisure Rally, the Ulster Tourist Trophy at Donington and at Brooklyn's with the same 27 horsepower yes because it was in a different class and a little bit heavier it could could go its top speed of like 63 it could actually do that sustained that's actually pretty impressive speed for an engine that's shitty and so it'd take it forever to get there but it could sustain that speed now so suddenly the car actually ended up being a good race car by having the replica of the failure is this a momentum car I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a momentum car. It has to be, but this is just—it is so peak British incompetence. It's like England becoming the like the dominant like imperialist power solely because the storm broke the entire Spanish Armada. Oh my god! Like that's Can literally you
0: imagine the world today.
1: Yeah, no, this is the thing. Is like this is so quintessentially British. Like British people, the entire history of England. Yeah is based around them accidentally somehow just bumbling themselves into victory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like nothing that they've ever done has ever been from them. Like, and they're actually so being good at anything. They're terrible. Yes. They're terrible at everything they do. Their foods, largely terrible. Their language, English language is a fucking joke. It's just a bunch of French and a bunch of Swedish and a bunch of German. Like it's not a real language. Like they're they're, yet here we are. Yeah, like the whole reason that they had a vast empire was because the Spanish Empire sent their entire fleet, their entire armada, every single warboat they had, they sent to England as a storm was coming. Oops! And the storm broke, like destroyed the entire Spanish fleet. So that's why Spanish armada. That's why this. That's why the Spanish Empire failed. Because they lost their entire fleet to this fluke storm, to a fluke, a one in a million chance. Why did England win World? Like why did England win World War Two? Because they were on an island and it was a little difficult to get there compared to France. Mm-hmm. And they had some colonists that took a hike from them and just propped them up because we didn't want to fight Germany on our turf. Yep. Like the whole reason that they do anything is by accident. And, like, if you look at anything designed in England, like, Lucas Electronics, oh. like, the L81 assault rifle, that bullpup rifle they had in the 80s, that yep. was just an absolute sack of trash <laughs> that, like, a bunch of Irish farmers were able to fight against. Like, it's, like, everything England makes, like, the closest thing to being anything reasonably good they made was, like, a ZX Spectrum computer.
0: I and mean, Lotus is decent, too, but, I mean, a lot of that's borrowed tech, too.
1: They didn't actually make anything. Like, Everything that they've made that's good is not from them.
0: Right, but like, they're so they're proud so and nationalist proud. about all that yes, shit. Yes, and it's that's
1: exactly that's hilarious. Exactly what the Singer 9 is. <laughs> and this is the most British thing I've ever heard of. And this is why I actually love this car. Because the car is so stupid it works. <laughs> like, it's just amazing that this car is just such a sack of shit. <laughs> it somehow accidentally ended up homologated for a different racing class and then won everything.
0: I feel like there's been a history of some... Car manufacturers and some models where they've like just made a change, not for the sake of improving a car. No, and then just happens to make it good. Yeah, but this, (laughs) oh my god,
1: incredible!
0: It's an incredible vehicle. This is the embodiment.
1: This is of British people. Yeah, this is everything British. Like, don't get me wrong, Britain made objectively good things. Oh yeah, a Frog Eye Sprite is one of my all-time favorite cars. Richard's Triumph 2000 wagon is yeah. one of my oh, favorite yeah. great European car. vehicles. That that the, the, that car Triumph straight six, great. Yeah, like that car makes me dislike German vehicles because I know if England can do it, anybody can. Like it's not anything special to make a great car. Like, I'm sorry like,
0: j- that car made you realize that there were consolation prizes given out.
1: Yes, and it's just like it's an amazing car. Like Richard's wagon is phenomenal in every way. But like, don't get me wrong, it's British, so there's probably going to be some rubbish on it. Like actually, yeah, no, because the roof when they made the roof line, they didn't redesign it. They just added a second roof onto the back. Yeah, and you can actually see the body line for where the trunk would be. But that body line isn't rusty. True, Um, which is impressive. Just yeah, it's very British. So yeah, the uh, Singer Nine, it's peak England. It it, the Singer Nine to the MG is what the Cappuccino was to a Miata.
0: When I saw Singer, I, I don't really. Pre-read the notes. Um, I assumed this was going to be some like Singer company, Singer like, vehicle design, like
1: rest the Porsche something, yeah, the Porsche yeah, yeah, or yeah. the sewing company, yes. not a separate Correct. British car yeah, manufacturer.
0: Exactly. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a sewing machine thing that they branched it's out in two years and they built a car and abso- it sucked or absolutely something
1: incredible creation. So, oh my god, that's I just I needed to get that out into the into the universe that that existed.
0: <laughs> that is not something that you're going to hear about much from British people, although. The end of it, it turned into a fairly winning. Vehicle, no, it's like so.
1: It's a. That's the thing. Is like it turned out great. Like it's just it. it should not have been. And they made it into the fifties.
0: A British grassroots
1: success story. You could buy this it. car. In. I with, it was like nineteen forty nine. You said. With twenty eight horsepower, weighing like a thousand pounds, when a flathead shoebox Ford was in, in production. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, I would. I would take the flathead shoebox for it obviously but i'm
1: just saying like that's how long they lo- they kept this like piece of shit and in it's production. an open it's, wheel yeah, like, thing what they didn't change it they had no money to change it and they made some other cars in the 50s and they have eventually fizzled out like all the weird british roadster manufacturers
0: before british leyland yeah yeah Like they, i'm they fizzled out in
1: the 50s but like yeah it's just so wacky
0: I, I didn't so know about that car. I could have gone my entire life without knowing about that car. But you're but happy you now know. I know. It. Well, I know. Well, I know about it, and that's a thing. So I was going to sign into Facebook real quick and try to get some photos of the next topic I'm going to do, which is Dan, the guy we talked about last time we did yes. the show. He uh, mentioned that the Minneapolis Mile was up and coming. We both went to it. We yeah. did some judging at the show, and I just wanted to do a brief recap of it, but... Um, the photos that were taken from their photographers were actually pretty decent. So I wanted to see if I could pull a couple up in the meantime. It was a but, cool show. So what categories did you end up judging?
1: Classic European, classic Asian, um, uh, I did the...
0: Sorry, I put you on the spot.
1: Pontiac, <laughs> Holden, Mopar.
0: So you, yeah. yeah, you did a ton of categories. I, just, I did a bunch of stuff. We kind of did like a.
1: I just kind of took all the random crap.
0: A prayer circle in the middle of the show, and like, all right, who's doing what? And I'm like, give me BMW and Mercedes, and Ryan took pretty much everything else.
1: I took a bunch of like classes, or just like because like all these classes, all the ones I took were ones where you had shoe ins for first place. Fair. That's why I did not want Toyota or Honda, which there was is a bunch of competition.
0: That makes sense. I mean, when you were. Uh, well, Honda was brought up. I immediately just think uh, you nope. as a Honda guy. I, yeah, I know.
1: Everybody does. And that's the thing is I hate doing Honda. Because it's either one thing. It's like every single car is great or every single car is trash. There's no in between. Fair. Oh, my God. There's no in between. It's either 100 great Hondas or like 35 awful cars. But
0: the problem is you are cursed with knowing about those nuances. So, I know, man. I hate it. And a lot of people don't. I know. And I see that the stream is working, but it's frozen on the old image so it doesn't really matter for the twitch version anyway but i'm gonna go ahead and stop this and start again so i judged bmw and i ended up doing mercedes as well so bmw should be pretty obvious for you guys yeah i know a lot about the cars so i decided to go Mercedes had like a car it did it turns out that they had two Um, i was told to avoid uh, sponsor areas because they were gonna have separate awards and there was a c63 amg a coupe like a c204 just completely stock. It was a nice-looking car, but whatever. It turns out that was actually registered in the show, even though it wasn't in our spreadsheet. But the only actually registered car there that was owned by a non-sponsor was a CLA 250 with, like, 22-inch wheels on it, black 22-inch wheels, Lambo doors, a red photochrome wrap, and a Freddy Krueger costume skeleton in the passenger seat with a fake
1: knife. I would have just... This is why I didn't want to do Honda. So I'm I just couldn't... like
0: come on, please. And I, I talked to you about this when we were doing our final uh, walk. Yeah, I told you. Suck it I'm up like the it dude time, just... clearly cares a bunch about his car, and the other dude doesn't give a shit. So gave the win to the guy with the CLA, but it hurts, man. And that was the only registered Mercedes.
1: Could you just start bringing your own Mercedes to shows? Well,
0: now that I know I have to do that, yeah, I'll just like push Blubski in with a broom.
1: <laughs> just like don't watch it. Here's a V8 swap. I'm I don't know. not washing that car. It
0: looks fine when you wash it, but it just i don't care. Although, plus side, the IS is just about to go away. My next project
1: is Blubski. I think it's so frustrating because like Butters could like bring any one of his cars, and he just doesn't go to car shows, which is fair. Yeah. I understand. I don't want to go to car shows either. Triggs 123 would win, too. Yeah, like Triggs 123 would have had a trophy. Butters, any of his family's Mercedes, for any purpose, would have won. Yeah, the 107 it, would have been sweet. Yeah, like, his, the hardtop, yeah, or the wagon that they have, that we got 124 wagon. Hell yeah. Like, they have a bunch of really cool things. Talk about cars I regret not buying back in college. Boy, yeah. 124
0: wagons, good turbo diesel ones were not expensive. There were now they are. They were a couple are. of grand. I no. know they are. But anyway, I ended up, so, in the BMW category, specifically, that's the one I want to cover most, just because there was the most metal there that actually had some deliberation requirements. I ended up giving the number one finish to a 1981 E23 Alpena B6 3.5. Yes. Fully restored car. Very good car. Really beautiful. Extremely rare. Very well executed. How was the E9 that was there? Uh, that was pretty good. But the things that bothered me, the, the black respray on it was like way too glossy. It wasn't oh. the right black. And it had an S54 in it. And it also had E39 style five wheels on it. And it was a sponsor car, so I didn't have to even consider it, which was nice. Because otherwise, that would have had to be in my top three just because it's an E9. Great, great quality um, of of restoration, but it wasn't like correct to what it should have been. Yeah. So anyway, that was up for running. Um, There was an RS Motors E36 M3 track car with an S54 in it that was just immaculate, really, really well executed. But I, I couldn't see in the hood, so I had to look underneath to see what engine was in it. There was also a bone stock eight fifty I six speed with the factory lightweight wheels, cool. which is how my car was originally optioned. Um, Stephen Haig had his seventy six. That was not his
1: that was a different one. No, it was his. I nope. talked to him. That was a different car. That was the one with a formerly green fender. Oh, was it his? Yeah. Because there was a a similar 2002, I guess, that was there. His his
0: friend that owned that one was by him there, but the the one at the show was was Stevens. I I only know that because I talked to him by his car. Okay. Um, But that was a a really, really nice car. Um, And then I ended up giving an award to a later model car, too. There was a 2015 M3. It was just a a manual, of course. Yeah, I wasn't going to give any automatic awards. Screw those cars. I looked at every one of them. Good. A lot of autos um but yeah there was one f eighty m3 just really really well cared for had a lot of like period BMW performance parts on it had a really nice stance to it and it had just the most gorgeous hre five spoke wheels on it so that ended up giving that thing um yeah mercedes like i said mm, nothing
1: when so mine were a lot of like cake like cappuccino uh, city turbo one yes um and like you know just a lot of normal stuff the things that I really got uh Intermark did a really good job bringing cars out and there, they did they 50 there an was car. that Jaguar um was that mark two? It was an S-Type sort of thing. It wasn't actually an S-Type, but it looks like... Yeah, this for people that one. don't know, they old Jags. The <laughs> that one was that my look, reaction, The <laughs> ones that look like an OG <laughs> S-Type. Um, uh, yeah, it, I it's think a Mark something a, or other.
0: Yeah, Mark II, I think it is. It's the late 50s one. Good
1: God, yeah. that was so cool. Oh, True Dual Exhaust, which is like the best exhaust note ever. We've previously played that. Just, just Google XK150 uh, exhaust engine. note. Yep, it's yeah. the exact same engine. Triple side-draft carburetors... 3.8 bottom end. Fuck that car is it. Car it had works. the half spats in the rear, louvered hood. There was so much cool shit on that car. Talk and about
0: a car that predicts the future too.
1: Also, talk about a car where it's like that car is the equivalent to like a Mugen like CRX. Like as far as weird cool shit coming out and like people like UKDM. Yeah, just, no, just like all <laughs> the weird, all just the small details of yeah. that car. Or is just so cool, and if like if you don't know Jace, imprag- if you don't know Jaguars, it's like it looks like a cool old British car, and like it was, like that in of itself was enough to give it first place, best classic European. Yeah. But then on top of it, the modifications, like this car, it, you could have had a field of cool old classic European cars, and like that would have still taken home a trophy, that, if, even if it was in a field of its peers. That car, to your point.
0: Has the ability, like, if a judge is ever stuck on something, it's got the little things that'll tip you over the point.
1: Yeah, I wasn't judged because, like, it was the small things that already got me. Like, I, yep. I saw that car from a mile away. I'm like, whoa, those are Lucas fog lights. That's very cool. And I saw the half spats. Like, those are half spats. I'm like, <laughs> oh, these are the factory chrome finished racing wire wheels. Like, these are not replicas. Like, these are, like, it has had the correct two year knockoff that came on the racing cars versus the, uh, the one that requires a wrench there's one like an eight-sided yep. uh, i know what you're talking about it's got
0: that push-in section yeah. too
1: it's a octalog like an wrench that you gotta put which on which is, is what you cool Max se- very one. cool like you see it on most mgs like if you look yeah. at wire wheels and mgs that's always however this said the two-year knockoff and they put the ears on so you hit with a hammer and get it off real quick so you can put a tire back on mm-hmm. for pit stops super duper cool car um, so that got first place by like a, a million miles. Yeah. Um, and then the car that got first place for Mazda, which is another one that was actually judging actually went to a drift car. And I was a little <laughs> weird about getting to drift car. Cause it was a drift category. But I'm like, this one might not win the drift category, but this is objectively the cleanest FC RX seven I've ever seen. I remember walking by that one with you. And it was a drift car. Yeah. Like it was the fact that in a bubble, This was a very good FC build, (laughs) and then on top of that, this car is also driven in anger every weekend. And it hasn't been put into a wall yet. Yeah, even if it has, it doesn't look like it. Right. Like this car is just a really good modified. Like it's very similar to Hertz uh, FC from. Do you you remember the Harlem Shake, um, craze like in the two thousand, like around two thousand thirteen? Maybe. You know, do the Harlem Shake. No. I don't know pop culture things. It it, it was a dance, as EDM song. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it it was very similar to Hertz RX-7 from Hoonigan. Okay. Um, it was just a really sick build. Hmm. But it had a rotary in it still, so I'm like, that's first place. Mazda is a like a really bitchin' rotary build. And there was a really good Miata that I gave it to. Remember that? Yeah, the Miata was super good. I, I like remember.
0: the uh, bicycle cup holder.
1: Yeah. The bottle like, holder it was just in the middle. was super good. and then the, uh, the bim- uh, bimini top. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And then, shit, what was that? A little, that? Of, like, fiberglass things. I can't remember I gave second place to. On Mazda? Yeah, Mazda.
0: I don't recall. It wasn't rotary. Do you have a picture of your sheet? I No. I <laughs> I it can't. would just have numbers oh, on it anyway. no, it's a
1: 323 GTX. Oh, yeah, 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 Tam's that, car. The, yeah, 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 Tam's buddy's car, apparently. Oh, okay. Which is why I gave it. But yeah, the reason I gave it is, to him is he took off all the ricer crap that the previous center had. The stuff um, that made
0: us go, eh, on the uh, yeah. for sale post? Yeah. <laughs>
1: But he took all that off, and what you were left with is a really nice silver car with a super duper rare um fiberglass body like wide body kit that was made for the car to, for homologation for a touring car, yeah, so yeah super
0: cool car i had to go back and look at the like the original unmodified 323 gtx photos to remind myself yeah. what the factory bodywork looked like because i'm like that might be stock it and looks then I'm like, like
1: it's factory but it's better ah yeah,
0: yeah no it looks very oem plus i'm still yeah. not a huge fan of the
1: wheels on it but other than that he's he car. just bought it so I know, he hasn't I know. found the right ones i told i gave him some hints i'm like, Where I'm like yeah check out like git dash jpn which is a guy that imports. Super cool old Japanese wheels from Kruber, and like Kruber, Kruber oh, is C R O okay. O O O B E R dot com. And Kruber, I is, wish it was Kerber. Yeah, <laughs> Kruber, all the super <laughs> auto box and stuff like the used car part stores in Japan. It's like yeah. a Craigslist oh, for them. Hell yeah! Where they combine all of their inventory. That's cool. And then they will ship it anywhere in the world. Shipping's insane, but like for. My Mazda, once I'm done paying off Lucifer's urethra, um. Poor boy. Yeah. That's where my. Uh, that's where I get, like, my wiring harnesses for my taillights and stuff. And, like, the. Like, I want, need to get an auto EXE, like, intake for my Mazda. It's, like, all the weird Japanese shit I'm getting from Kruber. Nice. Um, cause it's just very cheap. Cause it's, like, you can set, a, like, JDM LED taillights for my van for, like, $15. It's
0: just, like, $100 in shipping?
1: Yeah, it's, like, $200 in shipping. Oh, okay. But, all like, right. whatever. Like,. The part price is like correct. Yeah. So this guy just gets the stuff from Kruber and does like large shipments. Yeah. And so sure. like that makes he gets sense. like, You're just like way longer, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So like I'm like get JPN. Like it's very well curated. Like the guy just gets like random parts. He uploads it to his Instagram. Like what he's received. Sure. And it's always just cool as hell stuff. Um. One second. I'm just gonna look at what he got out of his latest one. So get Japan. They had a set of really nice Ricardo seats, uh, a pink Goretti um, jacket. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do just car parts. He does a bunch <laughs> of wacky stuff. Like, look at these amazing boys racer exciting mm-hmm. wheels. Um, they're 14 by 12. Oh, my God. Or, sorry, they're, they're 14 by 6 plus 12 offset. That's but like E30 that, Fitment right there. That's yeah, like a isn't stock that a sick-looking wheel, though?
0: They're in really great shape,
1: too. Yeah, right. and so, like, he gets all these very rad wheels and stuff and, like, crazy steering wheels. Oh, my God. looks like a Harlequin Volkswagen. Yeah. And, yeah, I would want one of those steering Can wheels. Can they right start
0: there. another website called Kerber, which is just for Porsche people to
1: exchange their Turbo Twists? <laughs> After they curb them? Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I mean, he also imports, like, tasteful things, like this nice leather Nardi steering wheel. Yeah. yeah, like, he he, he imports tasteful things but like it's like designers europe for bmw
0: e30 shit
1: yeah it was like i really want this kai office like hat
0: the hell is kai office
1: kai office is uh um sweet oh, Fuck, what's his name driftking the dude that oh, uh yeah. from that's all i uh, gotta say top from yeah. <sighs> best motoring um kichi um his... That's his wheel company. Okay. So, in the 90s, he had a wheel company called K-Office, which I think is an amazing name for a wheel company. But, yeah, so you can get, like, all the cool stuff from, like... It explains from, why I didn't know what the hell it was. Yeah. So, you need a really bizarre wheel like that for a 323 GTX. Like you can't, Oh, yeah. You can't just, like, slap on some 1552s. Like, those would be fine.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, if you're paying, like, 1500 bucks for a wheel... You gotta get yourself some weird-ass, like, K-Office or something just, like, Ultra JDM and just nobody's ever heard of it. It's the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life once you found it. I agree. Yeah, Um, that's what it needs. The
0: only issue I could potentially see with that, I don't know how big the brakes are in the GTX. Will they squeeze under a 14? It'll
1: fit a 14. But, like, you doesn't need to do a 14. You can do a 15 or something. You don't need to put a Boy's Racing on it or something. But you could put, like, other weird wheels. Like... Japan. Every single in the '90s, there was more. There were more weird wheel manufacturers in Japan in the '80s and '90s than there were in oh, Europe. Ever. I believe that. Like I keep finding wheels that are more cool, like Spalding, the tennis racket company. I was gonna say, are you talking about the one that is? I'm from the with Spalding sports. Made wheels in Japan in the '80s, and they were amazing. Spalding wheels are the coolest wheels. Do they have the same logo
0: as the Spalding Sporting? Yes,
1: game? it's literally the same Spalding company. Oh my god! And they're they made just the wildest wheels you've ever seen. So yeah, it, it's some weird JDM wheels that just go great on a three twenty three.
0: I mean, I agree. If I had that car, and I was tasked with putting wheels on it, like I wouldn't even know where the hell to start. So I'd have to come to you too, because like right now it's got like
1: Koenig... That's actually why se- Tam's seven came to me, spoke wheels. Um, yeah, it, no, it's a petrol. Oh, uh, even worse. Yeah, just some random British company. But like, that's All actually right. when I was talking to Tam and him, I was like, oh, "You gotta get some just bizarre wheel you've never." Like, he's like, "What do you think?" Like, I, he's like, "I've never heard of these wheels." I'm like, "That's the thing. You need something you've not heard of." Yeah. Like the baseline of what would be a reasonable wheel on this car would be a work Ewing. I don't know what that is. <sighs> oh my god! How do you spell <laughs> it? E W I N G. So like work Ewing and then like type mesh or something. They had a bunch of different wheels. Um, yeah, there you go. These. Yeah, those are work Ewings. So work Ewing made like cool wheels. Like Ewing was a model of a work wheel. Oh my god! You found the again. I did. I found. And yeah, so I think I think like I think like part. a work Ewing would, would look good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like something like that would be the minimum. It
0: does need a flatter face. And like yeah, a lot of vintage JDM wheels are that lower offset. So I think these would work Yeah, well. that's I
1: think is like it, your minimum is work Ewing. And you could go from there and find something like more <laughs> weird and obtuse. And eventually you'll find something that fits the bill. Right. Uh, actually, come to think of it, I think K Office might actually have the wheel he's looking for. Because K Office made a really nice, simple five spoke. Which, like... I just love that name. <laughs> it's a very strange name. What does your company do? Oh, we're a wheel manufacturer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's for, what we had written down. For K cars? Nope. For 240SXs. Like, <laughs> Oh, yes. That makes sense. That's Thank what you make. You. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, just very, very odd. But Japan yeah. is a weird place. Japan's a very strange world. Like, world. Is it still as weird now yes. as it was in the 80s? Well, a little bit less, but like it's still very weird in a different way. Okay, because like all the clickbait titles I see from like Japanese
0: cultures, like Japanese government encouraging its young people to drink more. Yeah, I said they're still
1: like just like, absolutely wacky. Okay. Like the way that things work in Japan, <laughs> just doesn't make sense. So, How do we promote baby making? Japanese yeah. thoughts. Yeah, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, anyway, let's move on. I want to talk about actually another question. Okay. And this is a. Japanese nostalgic Car Question of the Week from last week. Okay. And it's Garage Sell Daily, Japanese Roadster Edition. Oh, my. Specifically, an NA Miata versus a ZZW30 MR2. Oh, man. And an S2000. All right, hold on. Let me get this out of here. All right. So, Garage... So, so
0: Daily I, I, Garage Sell.
1: Yep. So, it, it, which would you... Th- this mm. is what I would do. I would sell the Miata. I would... Daily, probably the S2000, and I would garage the MR2. Man, that's tough. And the reason I say that is the NMEA is already worth a silly amount of money, and a lot of people go, this is a silly amount of money for this car. Yeah. They made a bajillion of them. Yep. The S2000 is objectively a good car. I don't care about them at all. I cannot I cannot fathom caring about that car. So that's a great daily. I wish and I And the ZZW30... Yeah, is actually a really good car that I think is slept on, and the they reason are it's... They're coming up big time. And that's the thing. They're, yeah. They are coming up. They're slept on now. Get one now. I know. Buy, 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 buy. Tanya so, keeps yeah. telling
0: me to buy one. I'm like, well, you I really 124. should 124. She no. should buy one.
1: No, you should get rid of the 124. Nobody no one cares about the 124.
0: No, I love the 124. It's, it's a great fine.
1: car. It's a great car, but you, know, you, could, you could buy three 124s. After you sell your ZZW-30, because the 124 will have depreciated into oblivion by That's the time the ZZW-30 is, like, ready to be sold. I don't care about I that. I think you should buy a ZZW-30.
0: I, I might. Like, if a really good one came up and it was cheap, I would. But I still have my twos-r-us hitch for that thing. Awesome yep. fan part. Oh, my God. It screws into the two rear tow hook slots, and it's
1: pinned machined beautifully. It's a two-inch hitch. Yeah, you need to... You, then, you really need to have a, a very good ZZW-30 with a tow hook. Or the trailer hitch.
0: So I, my answer to this question would be, I would daily the MR2. Okay. I would garage the S2000, and I would sell the Miata. Yeah, I think selling the Miata is the right idea. Because uh, S2000s aren't done appreciating yet. I don't care about the car at all. Yeah. It's the only unreliable Honda I can think of made in the last 20 years. And the MR2 is a phenomenal car. So I think
1: the, the thing is that the S2000, my hatred of them outweighs how good they could possibly be and don't get me wrong they're very good cars oh yeah they're beautiful cars there's so many positives in s2000 there's no reason not to buy one I, i tell everybody like don't listen to me they're overpriced don't listen to me they're great cars i just have this underlying absolute irritating fucking hatred of them and is the it reason is. If you is want and to, to? All of them. Okay, all right. Because Honda Tuning Magazine used to do S2000 issues, and I have an entire month reading about a car I don't give a fuck about. Oh, yeah. Especially, look, yet they're like turning a blind eye to the, the thing that made them great, and uh, the, thing, the only good thing. I'm a Civic fan. Yes. <laughs> I'm an Accord fan. I like Hondas. I, if I wanted an <laughs> S2000, I'd go buy a Miata. I'm not a Miata fan because I don't like S2000s. I don't fit. In your category. I'm not your fucking Huckleberry guy. Like, get out of here. Go find some other dickhead that gives a fuck about these. Because I'm not fucking him. I never will be him. I've tried. I have tried so many damn times to fucking care about S2000s. And I just can't. The closest I can get to caring about it in S2000 is I almost almost fathom a fuck about oh, a Powerhouse so Amuse widebody kit. I get so close to caring about the Powerhouse Amuse widebody kit, but it's on an S2000, and at the end of the day, I don't care. And you know what was on the last, the very last fucking issue of Honda Tuning Magazine? Powerhouse Amuse? No, it was the King's Performance Honda S2000 Drag Racer, and I don't care. I just don't care. I I, I just, so many things I care about that aren't that car. <laughs> I love
0: this so much. All right, so here's, <sighs> here's a five-pixel image. Of the body kit, that's
1: very close to me caring about that car. That's the closest I will care is the powerhouse from USY body kit. Anyway, back to the stock ones. Um, yeah, no, i have completely different reasons for me. Yeah, I just, but it, it, I, I know that this is a personal problem for me. Yeah, and I've I've been grappling with this since the car came out. But you know what? This is a problem. I'm glad we both have because those cars
0: are already silly money.
1: Yeah, I don't want. I don't Especially to do with it. an AP two. Which, I mean, is the more reliable one, but it's also the worst I th- one. I think this is the thing. is I grew up objectively knowing how great Civics were. Yeah. And everybody would say, oh, I like Honda. It's the only one I really like is S2000. I had to feign it doesn't ex- have the Honda formula, though. No, it doesn't. I had to feign hmm. enjoying that with so many people as a teenager and as a kid. That I grew up, like, it, it, I grew. It, it was like... Imagine <sighs> coming up with air-cooled 914s
0: and you're at a car show in 2000 and somebody's like oh, i also love porsches. What Porsche do you have?
1: Yeah, that's exactly a what Cayenne it is. A high-end
0: V6. It's like it's not it's not a Porsche. Just like the S2000's not yeah. a Honda.
1: No, it's not. Like it is so difficult to care it, it, you know, it's it's actually it's closer to being a BMW fan cuz you objectively sure. think that the 7 series is a perfect luxury car. Oh, my and having every single person talk to you about yeah. how great the the driving dynamics of a three series is—that's what it is. Except the problem is, is that ninety percent of Honda enthusiasts were Civic people, not S two thousand people. But they just weren't as perturbed
0: as I was. Or it's front wheel drive X one people leasing their vehicle, thinking they've got a rear wheel drive BMW.
1: Yeah, I think that's. that's and I think you somewhere. really
0: do have to pull it into the it's driving the wrong wheels, and it isn't the formula. Because the formula that made the company great is fine, no matter what it is. It's like a Subaru, all-wheel drive. It's like, hell yeah. That's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Like, if you come with a least, I don't know if they make any modern ones that are two-wheel drive.
1: No, the only modern two-wheel drive Subaru is the BRZ. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, my argument's moot there then, but you know what I mean.
1: No, I I think, what the thing is, is like, imagine if everybody in the world only gave credit to the the two-wheel drive Subaru. That's the thing. That's what it'd be like. Right. Or it'd be, like, if every single person in the world, like, I think the closest thing is being a, even that's a weird, like, there's no real description, there's nothing that's similar to that. Is There's no car where yeah. you had one car broke the mold, got very popular with everybody else in the world, and they just wrote off, their are actually good cars. Because the thing is, is, like, the S2000 is great. Stock for stock, yeah, a beast shit out of a Civic. But for the vast majority of the S2000's life, up until, like, the last 10 years... Mm-hmm. A well-tuned Civic would beat the fuck out of an S2000 doing anything ever for any purpose. And it
0: would do it into perpetuity. Yeah. And the S2000s require, like, German car levels of preemptive maintenance to keep yeah, them in Yeah, and, like, piece. the
1: thing is, like, an S2000, like, compared to a uh, BMW Z4 is, yes, more reliable, but, like, even you know, that's hard to say. But, like, nah. an S2000 is, like, reasonably reliable, but by it, Honda it standards, yeah. it's horrible. Exactly. It's horrible yeah. by yeah. Honda standards. And like, I just I, I I cannot begin to give a fuck about them.
0: The S two thousand is more reliable than an MRT spider. Because MRT spiders have the pre-catalyst issue. Yes. Or if you don't, oh, yeah. replace yeah, the yeah, header. It would
1: break off and go into the engine. All yeah. the
0: cylinder liners go away.
1: Also, the oil the uh, on the two ZZ if you do that swap and you get past that issue, then you have the oil pump problem.
0: Yep. So if you rev a two ZZ with the stock oil pump past seventy eight hundred RPM regularly, you won't have an oil pump anymore. No, you won't. You need the Circuit Works one. So that's what I would do. We're more or less on the same page. Also, if you see a good ZZW thirty, message it to me. Don't. Don't buy it for yourself. And then yes. go buy a different one.
1: Um, all right. Well, anyway, let's um, kind of... Let I, I do to need the to head here. back to yep. the house. Uh, like this
0: will be... Oh, so. dude, this will be quick. No problem. Okay. I saw this in Discord. Actually, the Carpetrage Discord. Yes. And I came across it again on the Autopian. So this, I'm really curious to see. There's a couple people out there that are now taking... EVs, like the shells, the rolling shells of EVs, which are lightweight cars for the yes. most part because they have to add lightness to compensate for the immense weight of a battery yes. pack. But they're worthless without the electric powertrain. I mean, it's like a trash. Yeah, it's, it's a free scrap. Car. Yeah, yeah, it's a free car. Yeah. So this guy bought a Leaf with a completely... It, the battery was shot. still had the yeah. motor in it, but for nothing. Scrap. What he did is he took a ZX-10R bike... Powertrain, and he put it in the back, so it's now a rear-wheel drive Leaf with like meats on it. <sighs> I gotta see what this asshole drives. Oh my God, that's a Volvo, Volvo S80 with that uh Yamaha V8 in it. Weird. Ah, okay. So they're okay. Anyway, <laughs> back to this Leaf. I'm curious to see how much more of this we'll see in the future. Because like, also, look how good that looks with like big wheels on it.
1: Yeah, that's kind. Of I actually kind of like I've always liked Leaves
0: and this i think is a this is a first gen, but it's a late one i'm not actually sure but a bike powertrains i mean i wouldn't go yes, with a it, one liter not- i'd go with a 1400 probably just to get a little extra torque because you're still using the sequential from a bike but why not if you have a total bike and an ev i mean it's like a brand new car it's lightweight and i think it looks pretty good so i um do you watch rich rebuilds at all his channel no nope. okay so he used to be a, a mini cooper guy but now he's been into teslas he was kind of one of the first people on youtube to start jailbreaking the cars do battery swaps and that kind of shit rebuilding yeah N- more recently he bought like a 2012 that had it was tesla blacklisted it so it wouldn't start mm. but he put an ls3 in it with a six oh, yeah m- yeah,
1: i've heard about that car yeah
0: so i mean i do think i mean the model s with no battery in it, it's less than three thousand pounds that's it's a pretty a light, light car it's a
1: really light car right? really because it's all aluminum and it's very aerodynamic that with a I six feet like, and an ls in it i feel like that is a good cheap bonneville car yeah oh yeah top speed that's a good top speed car yeah now i want to see that yeah because mm-hmm. that that that's suddenly makes a perfect bonneville car
0: but it's it's set up for ls too because like all you think of a camaro donor like a fifth gen yeah same wheel bolt pattern, pretty much the same geometry. Like you can pretty much just bolt subframes into these cars to put diffs in them. And I personally, I mean, the jury's out. I think it's a good looking car still, but
1: I I think they look good. No,
0: yeah, especially I like the preface.
1: I objectively like them, but it's
0: cool. this is cool. I like what this dude did. I mean, it's not what I would choose to do with a thousand cc bike engine, but I yeah, like different shit, and cool. the Autopia and still nailing it. So
1: yeah. Um. All right. Well, speaking of nifty, weird, and lightweight. Uh, you know the Honda Acti? I do. You can still buy re- reproduction parts for them quietly. Honda? Well,
0: I don't have an Acti, but that's good for other people that. Honda do. has
1: been making reproduction parts for like 88, 89 Actis for however long the vehicle ended production, like the whole body style ended production 20 years ago before they completely switched over what their K vehicles were. So like you I, can,
0: I don't know much about Honda and how they support older cars with factory parts, but like for, is it different in Honda, like Japan for the K vehicles than it is here? Yes. Is it difficult to get so stuff?
1: They brought back reproduction parts for the Beats, similar to like the RB the parts. Is, for, yeah. yeah, but similar to like the R32 Skyline. they okay. make reproduction parts. Or Honda started doing that for the Beat, Okay. And then they started doing that also for the Acty, For some reason, and the thing is, this is where it gets clever. The eighty eight eighty nine Acti has the most parts overlap with other Honda Interesting. K vans. So Honda streets and stuff and everything. And are they, they targeting
0: the overlap parts too?
1: Exactly. Okay. It's the overlap parts that hit all these other vehicles. That makes sense. And they've just been do doing... they've not been making a big announcement about it. But they made the eighty eight eighty nine was made until nineteen ninety nine in various forms. Um, where you would have the most parts overlap before they started making one or two things different.
0: I love, but like how good g- that thing. It's looks.
1: a bunch of weird little parts. It's like piston rings, throttle cables, turn signal lenses that they're remaking because they reused those parts on other vehicles for like a long time. Like probably like f- things fit on like Honda Vats and stuff, and I just think that's really cool. And I'm kind of here for that because. I've been thinking about getting a K vehicle because, like, especially if they'll ship to the United States, you could buy it first party. And now I know how to how to register them in the Minnesota because you a... can legally register them. Yeah. But the name Acti gets an automatic blacklist. That's right. Because it's the... a legal thing. It's a computer thing. Is it because of the Cushman thing? No, it's because they, you've been able to get Actis as low speed vehicles, and you couldn't register them for right. a highway. So similar and thing. But you the can, can mark. still do that with a modern Acty. When you, whenever you write Honda Acti, it, the system automatically blacklists you from getting a normal license plate. So but you if you say, say a Honda, a Honda pickup. pickup or a Honda a Honda micro you can now put these vehicles into onto the road legally, or, entirely legally. Or but, Honda other, yeah. And that's how you get. That might have actually been a vehicle. No oh God! <laughs> of course, you, you you have a point. Knowing Japan, yeah, it's probably it's probably the deck van version of the street or something. They look at you <laughs> and like.
0: We make it that's. Why yeah. would you think? Why, that, would, you why think would you assume that we don't make an other?
1: Yeah, like come on. Man. I'm sorry. We, we <laughs> are the bane of every DMV in the world. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking, sir? The best Honda? The Honda model? Yeah, that was actually a car, I believe, right? Probably. I, mean, I don't know. It. it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I'm not gonna look that up though. But yeah, so the beat, the GTR, <laughs> the Miata, the RX-7, the 2000 GT, the Supra, the Land Cruiser. The acty in the street all have reproduction parts availability from the dealer, not just aftermarkets.
0: I mean, I I appreciate that more than I probably should, even though it's not my make doing this. That's just it's amazing, and it's like I want to see in five years time Renault doing this with the Avantime.
1: Yeah, and like my thing is like I'm looking for the smallest possible vehicle for driving around St. Paul because I yeah. try to not go on the highway that much. That's so cute. Yeah, and gets a bajillion miles per gallon, which is. It fits my bill. Like it gets a bajillion miles per gallon. I can take it to Menards. I can get like my mulch and stuff, and then I can drive so, home. Since you can't get your UAZ Patriot yeah. or whatever, yeah, and like it fits. It, it fits in my half size driveway. It has a it has a footprint smaller than my Fiat. It's four-wheel drive. It's that rear-wheel drive actually. Well, this one's four-wheel drive. Yeah, the four-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive. Like I see the it's there. yeah. It, it, it's kind of just exactly what I need. They're great little vehicles. So. Plus, plus, it came in mauve. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really a really good color. Also, if that's
0: an original photo from 1989 or whatever, that's impressive quality.
1: Yes, it is, actually. That's incredible. Yeah, there's a Russian website that uh, has all of these old dealer photos. So, so it's great. like every single Honda <laughs> model has that background in the, about between 1986 and 1995.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. Also, look how good original
1: silver Honda Steelies look. They look really good. <laughs> like it's actually objectively a beautiful wheel. And you can actually spec these out to be a normal vehicle. Like, you can get a base model where you don't have a passenger side vent or a passenger side sun visor. But you can spec them out to have, like, a normal radio. Can you get air conditioning? Yes. Wow. Yeah, you can spec them out pretty nicely. I, mean, so.
0: I suppose these were, like, only vehicles for a lot of people. So you probably need yeah. it like the Yeah, and so covers. that's
1: actually kind of the thing. Like, like, I had a street that's, like, fairly well specced, and it's a honda street like yeah you get nicer upholstery but it's still a removable bench seat that's it's still a very bare bones vehicle just with a nicer like look
0: at the 2021 acti heritage
1: yeah it cool. looks similar to the it got steelies on t360. it 360 i've driven a t360 very yeah. fun
0: is that the one on the left here
1: yeah the little one
0: i love the honda logo on the hood look it's at huge. that
1: it's ridiculous that hood is also made of plastic not fiberglass <sighs> whoa
0: yeah. That's impressive for it's the time, actually. It's very thin
1: plastic. And on the inside of the hood, it actually, the, the dye is in the plastic. It's not painted. It's dyed. Oh. Oh, oh so cool. When you open the hood, it's got the Honda logo on the other side. I dig that. It's really cool. <laughs> like, it's just a very oddball again and we'll end this on japanese people you are weird yeah very strange i'm not mad about it no that's awesome um all right so two more smaller pieces of news oh
0: i thought okay oh
1: did you want to finish up
0: uh well we moved the we just used like the second half of the episode last time so it's totally up to you
1: uh let's do one more thing because i'll I'll just do your last topic from the second one which is the charge goes electric and everybody's upset. Well,
0: the, the Challenger technically goes electric, right? They both
1: do. They're getting rid of both of them, and it's amazing, and I absolutely love that. Because this does nothing for me, because I'm happy that these are going away. There we go. All right. Cause Sorry, I don't know why I copy and paste. What side show are sideshow people going to use now? Okay,
0: so we were just talking with Dan. That is the wrong link. God damn it. Um,
1: yeah, click the right link, dude. Oh. It's the Autoblog one. Dodge Charger Dash Daytona. Dash electric, dash muscle, dash. Car, okay. I picked the next topic link and we skipped one. Okay.
0: Yep. Here I it just is. wanted to grab this one real quick. This is topical. Yeah, I'll move it around once we're done. Um so the challenger and charger are going mm-hmm. away, but the car that's coming back is a challenger, but it is a charger.
1: No, it's a charger, because the charger I, was originally a coupe.
0: I know, but look at what we've had for the last fourteen years mm-hmm. here. This looks just like a challenger. It
1: looks just like a Old school Charger. Though. It
0: does. But all of the current Mopar people, which are the worst people in the car demographic group, are going to think of this yeah, as a they're, challenger.
1: they're going full just bananas about So the it. pre-pro car,
0: this one that's been photographed, does exist.
1: hmm And it makes V8 noises. Yeah. You want know, to know the best part about that? That's not a speaker. That's actually the electric motor. That's the air coming through to cool the electric motor. It's a modulated to sound like a V8.
0: But all the Mopar people are still going to be able to sideshow and do dumb shit with that.
1: My thing is, uh, uh, everything that about this. The only thing that bothers me is the V eight noise. Cause yeah, no, I agree. Other than this that, is it, it's the, this is this is the thing. It's, it's got a front wing on a- it. Electric cars make a cool noise. Exten- like, accentuate that noise. Yes. Like you don't see Honda, like giving a car giving their cars a, odd fire idle. Because you don't want it to sound like a V8. No. Hondas sound different. You don't see rotaries that have the exhaust tube and sound like a V8. Because it doesn't sound like (laughs) like a rotary, doesn't it? picturing
0: one of the two exhaust tubes coming out of the rotary, just like doing a big U and then merging back in to get like, like a stupid pulse variation.
1: Yeah. No, you're not doing that because that's not how it's supposed to sound. It's supposed to sound like an electric vehicle. So just instead of modulating the fan on the electric motor to sound like a V8... Why don't you modulate it so it sounds like the electric motor and just put a big loudener behind exactly.
0: it? Exactly. Like, Give me the option to tone it down, uh, sure, but I agree with you. Like, a, they m- I
1: want it to sound like a Formula E car when I take it off. They
0: make their own unique noises and you need to accentuate and embrace that.
1: Yeah, like it makes a cool freaking noise and make it sound like a, like a Formula E car. Like I want a car that sounds like a Formula E car. You already have your V6 sounding like it's supposed to be a half-assed F1 car. An EV just sounds like an old Group B transmission. Yeah, it's it great. sounds very cool. Like, let it sound cool. Stop trying to make it something it's, it's like, not.
0: Yeah, we're not going to have the buzzy bit, but, like, we'll get used to that.
1: Yeah, but not like that. Like, it makes its own cool freaking noise. Like, you'll have the buzzy bit. Oh, like, yeah. You can oh, ha-
0: yeah. If you don't take care to mount motors correctly, they're not actually that smooth. Well, no,
1: what I'm saying is, like, it's not like the motor doesn't make noise. Right. Like, at all points when that motor is moving at all, it makes a noise. So does the inverter, actually. Yeah. And so take the motor and inverter noises because they sound cool as hell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's the future. It's not 1969 anymore. It's never nice. going to be 1969 anymore. You know what the original charger didn't have that this does?
0: Hmm. Front wing. Yes, front wing like, skeleton integrated Countach front spoiler. That's so cool. It's cool, but like I'm more just perturbed by this. Think noise of how thing. many rock chips are going to be on this hood. It's it's going to
1: be be, be annihilated. The windshield's going to be in pieces. Yep,
0: that is... I don't think that's going to make it to production because they're going to realize that. Yeah. And unlike TVR, which would just ship that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the wind just, like, cracked the windshield. The whole roof panel would fly off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. All the pebbles are hitting in a straight line, and it's actually eating through the fiberglass roof, and then it just just leaves. Yeah,
1: it just flies off, yeah. Oh, my
0: God. But I I have mixed feelings about this, but also, did they change their logo back
1: to the old Dodge three-pointed, like... Polar logo i really hope they bring that back that needs to come back cause the plural logo is cool as fuck
0: it is but look at hell it's, yeah it's everywhere that is the plural logo yeah.
1: okay i'm more here for this that's good but the, like i just there, don't yeah a it's a logo yeah. yeah so i just don't want to make the dumb stupid v8 noise yeah
0: it sounds terrible
1: it's it's just like the mustang maki where it's just they don't call it that call it the galaxy at make least the it name something isn't dumb, but yeah. stop trying to make it something that's not. I mean the name here is actually it's good. Electric car, charger. You know, when when steam cars were becoming obsolete. Oh my god. When steam cars were becoming obsolete, you didn't hear them convert over to gas cars. Nope. And then try to make the gas car sound like a fucking steam engine. Yeah, no, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Because it was its own thing. Let it be its own goddamn thing. Like, shit. Like, that's just (laughs) so annoying to me. So I think we'll leave on me being annoyed. Perfect. All
0: right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week.